you you just have to watch them like just stand there and watch them just observe them i feel like ralph is always on the huh <laughs> mode <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. what's yeah. going on huh 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 <laughs> his body language always says huh Gibbons is always just like trot 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 trot. I look hot. I'm sexy and I know it. Doom 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 boom. Let's snoot snoot boom. Let's Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. Welcome, welcome. My name is Vero, and I'm Heidi. And what are we doing today? Boopin. We're boopin. We're boopin. <laughs> we're grab bag boopin. We got a we're, little yeah. bit of this, a little bit of that. A boopin, a mishmash of boops. A mishmash of boops. <laughs> <laughs> but before mm-hmm. we start the show, we would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Ra. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They're located at 501 La Colway, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so you can bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting a little boobity snoots. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find their details, all of our wonderful sponsors' details, in the episode's description. Yes. All right. So let's kick her off. Let's reach into the bag of little doggy <laughs> little doggy topics. That we have. Little doggy <laughs> topics. This is going to shock everybody deeply, but I'm, I'm going to start with a story. <gasps> a story. Not a story. Heidi's got a story. <laughs> Why are your stories way more interesting than mine? <laughs> They are not. They are. They're not. They're not. I'm like, I walked Ralph today. And that's it. And I'm like, it was raining dogs outside. And I picked up three of them. No, this story is going to help bring us into our first topic of the day. So uh, this uh, past weekend, I was uh, visiting a friend in the T-Dot. And we were at a... um, my friend's family member's house who was hosting a three-year-old's birthday party at the time. So there was like friends, there were kids, there was family members. And anyways, one of her family members was coming out of town with her dog. And the family member who was hosting the party also had a dog. Anyways, 
this is sort of like a little bit of a side story, but the dog who lived at that house, he's like a super cute little like a boxer mix. Like he's very, Aww. very adorbs and his name is Archie. But Archie was real under the weather. He got the kennel cough and they're not, they think at the park where they walk him because they're pretty oh. good about having the vaccinations and stuff like that. But they're not really sure where he got it from because they didn't kennel him and they don't really play with a lot of other dogs. Anyways, yeah. I digress. And uh, so this other family member was coming into town with her Dalmatian. He was a, he was a little bit of a chonk. <laughs> he was a little bit chonky of a chonker, chonk. a chonky chonk. Dub tubs. And it was Toronto, and it so it was like forty five degrees with the humidex, <laughs> and there was a lot going on. Kids running everywhere. Anyways, and this poor Dalmatian came in and like to the house because was just like seeking like you know <laughs> an escape from the heat. And there were all of their uh, vents with the AC were all like in doorways. And there was like kids running around this dog. And I'm like, the owner was distracted and not really paying attention. And even like, I like, I went to go walk through a doorway and, and he came and just plunked down right in the middle of the doorway. And I was like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and then he's like, literally like sleeping on top of the vent. Like, ah. <laughs> it's so nice it's so nice but dude you are like 100 percent gonna get stepped on and i'm getting the vibes by looking at you (laughs) that you don't want people running past you or like you could just tell that this dog was approaching too much and Mm -hmm. we all know where that heads heads to so i was like trying to keep an eye on this poor dog and but anyways with all the kids running by and everything you could see the Elvis Presley lip coming up and anyways no ultimately nobody got hurt and everything was fine but that brings us into our first topic which we wanted to just touch back on doggy body language doggy body language dog bods dog bods (laughs) we should make a t-shirt t-shirt it's called dog bods (laughs) dog bods what would be the image it would be like the same dog with but like with all different like ears and stuff that we're gonna talk about today and call it <gasps> dog bods. Mm. Why do I always come up with my best ideas on the show and like <laughs> never execute like any of them? <laughs> oh, we're gonna get t-shirts. Yeah, I think we should. Let's boop snoots. Let's yeah. boop bods. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we went around booping. I guess it would be doggy bods, but human <laughs> <Yes>. bods. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Boop. wasn't there like tiktok videos where people were like if humans acted like dogs and it was like them like literally (laughs) acting i think we talked about this once before but pretty hilarious anyways doggy body language everybody so what were you seeing in this dalmatian that you felt that he was gonna snap literally in (laughs) uh so very uh stiff um he was um he would like like super react when someone came by so like a snapping of the neck Mm. the lift the elvis presley coming up a little bit and then a lot of like yawning and a lot of like licking of the lips okay and i was like he gonna bite he gonna uh, yeah he gonna chomp 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 chomp. (laughs) (laughs) anyways so that's what i was noticing and um yeah nobody else was (laughs) nobody else was and and again like even When you think about even when we started this podcast, and I remember talking with Evan Doggett, one of our dog trainers here in Canada, who was so gracefully uh, came on our show. But um, even that I was like, I can, 
I'm pretty good at reading my dogs now, but like I've gotten better since that show. Cause I'm like, I'm going to make a point of watching my dog and like what he does with other dogs and stuff like that. So I feel like I've got a, a much better read on my dog since then, but uh, other people's dogs, like still like some, yes, some no, you just got to keep yeah. watching them and see and it, it, it literally, I remember Evan saying that to me. You, you just have to watch them. Like, just stand there and watch them. Just observe them. I feel like Ralph is always on the, huh? <laughs> mode. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh? What's yeah. going on? Huh? 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 <laughs> His body language always says, huh? <laughs> Gibbons is always just like, trot, 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 trot. I look hot. I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Gibbons like. Yeah, I'm talking about you, bud. He's sitting here with me and looking at me like, come on, you're embarrassing me, mom. <laughs> but yeah, I am. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'll start and go through a couple of different things. So the first one is the tail, of course. Um, there's a lot of things to look at with a tail. You want to know what it's doing, which direction is it going in, and what does it necessarily mean? So, if, for instance, it, um, I'm getting a lot of this information from the American Kennel Club website. And um, it starts with tail wagging and it starts out by saying that tail wagging seems like it, like an obvious body language signal and that people assume that a dog is happy if their tail is wagging, but it is very, very wrong. Uh, the tail wagging can mean like a whole bunch of different things. All, it, all a wagging tail means is that a dog is emotionally aroused yes. and, but it could be excitement or it could be frustration and you don't, mm -hmm. you don't, yeah, that's, you have to put all the pieces together. So like, I'm going to go through piece by piece here and you sort of have to look at it all to be like, okay, this is how I feel my dog is feeling right now. <laughs> I was so, actually watching, sorry to cut no, you go off, ahead. Heidi. I no. was watching on Netflix, the first episode of the hidden life of pets, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and the first dog and owner that they, they show is this guy who likes to do, um, oh my God, what do you call it? Not cliff jumping, but he hikes up a mountain and then he jumps off with a parachute. Yeah. It's base jumping, base jumping, base jumping, <laughs> yes. base jumping, base jumping, <laughs> and jump at a base, <laughs> jump at a base, man. <laughs> He attaches his dog to a harness at some point and he jumps with the dog and it's hard to say like if the dog is actually <laughs> enjoying it because he's like oh yeah you can tell that he enjoys it and I'm watching the dog and I'm like I'm not really sure that means that but and then they land and the owner says oh he's wagging his tail and in my mm -hmm. head I'm like like it doesn't necessarily mean that he's happy. Exactly. He might be like stressed out or exactly nervous or yeah maybe he's happy that he's finally like on the ground I don't know yes yeah and so. like this is really interesting like info that I'm even reading on here because it even gets into like breed specific like what what typical breeds do with their tail which I didn't think was like even a thing but it's true when you think about it like my little Weimaranas here with their docked tails like you're not it's not necessarily going to be as as obvious I call it their little nubbins it's so nubbin. funny they're, they're little got nubbins you got a little gibbon nubbin <laughs> <laughs> but um 
yeah, so wagging tail doesn't necessarily mean they're happy and you need to think about the direction. And they were saying that there was a study here that recently showed that dogs tend to wag their tails more to the right when they feel positive about something mm-hmm. and um, that they wag more to the left when it's more, something a bit more negative. And then there's like the helicopter tail where it's spinning in a circle. <laughs> and it said, without question, that is a happy way. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, way too much. And it's so funny because like even my dogs are cur- curled up into their little bagel. Like if my husband walks in, they're, they stay s- still very still in the bagel, but their little nubbins go like, like hits the bed or the couch. Very cute. You can even tell, like, as soon as they hear somebody moving or to come down the stairs, they're like, oh, my God, somebody's coming to love me. (laughs) (laughs) It should be like Jurassic Park with, like, a cup of water on the table. And all of a sudden, it's just like (laughs) ripples in the water. (laughs) Somebody's coming. So anyway, so it just said, you know, look at the position of the dog's tail relative to... um, the ground that they hold and that it will give you like clues about their emotional state. So they're saying high, the higher the tail, like the more assertive the dog is. And mm-hmm. if their d- tail is pointing down to the ground or even tucked between their legs, that's obviously like fear and stress and dogs with their tails held up like a flag are feeling confident and perhaps even a bit aggressive and relaxed dogs hold their tails in a very neutral position. obviously. But it says neutral depends on the breed. So it said like chow chows have tails that naturally curl over their backs. Right. Whereas breeds like the Italian Greyhound have a very low neutral tail position. Mm-hmm. And then obviously like you you just have to get to know your dog and like watch. And I, I feel like people can get certain cues like that. Like it's pretty obvious. Like when you look at even at the videos of like, like, you know, people coming home to their dogs and the dogs going berserk, you see the helicopter tail and stuff. And obviously yeah. they're happy. Like, you know, right. Is there a huh position to the tail? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, if that's the what tail you should... isn't a question mark. <laughs> it should be, it's, you should make a t-shirt that says like Ralph Bods. <laughs> it's like, huh? <laughs> it's like the same face. Happy, aggressive. <laughs> assertive confused yeah Yeah. and then like food in the room and then like there's not a picture of them there (laughs) oh my god um yes so the next one uh that they start that they talk about here is the raised hackles so that's like the Mm. portion that's sort of like on their back so sometimes like it's kind of like it almost looks like a a scared cat like when their hair stands straight up but it happens like in these two very like distinct spots like almost on the shoulder blades like of the dog and so some like uh, again this often gets misinterpreted as like the dogs like being aggressive but it but they're not it just means that um they're on alert yeah like there's so some sort of excitement but it's exactly. not necessarily negative or positive yeah so it's a sign that the, the dog is aroused but yeah not necessarily in a negative way and that they could be stressed or excited or interested in something like you never know like there's it, it said it's like goosebumps in people. Sometimes you just get the, yeah. the goosies. And you're like, woo! like, <laughs> what is it? Is it the weather? Is it somebody told you like a chilling tale? <laughs> is it na- nails on a chalkboard? And you're like, ugh! <laughs> you just never know. You have to yeah. look look at the rest of the context. Right? 
Right. Right. Um, the next part that they talk about here is posture. A dog's posture. So it says here that like a dog's weight distribution can tell you a lot about their mood and intention. So if you think about a cowering dog that's hunched towards the ground, that is a sign of fear or stress, obvi. But the yes. dog might be trying to get away from something. And so the posture makes them look smaller. So, and, and it's like just them being like, yeah, like also like almost like submissive. So, um, oh yeah. And then it, it talks about that. It says like they can even like, if it's that they're trying to like cower or like get away from something or not look like a threat that they can even roll onto their back, exposing their belly, which is like, obviously like a total submission. Like oh, I yeah. submit, I submit, I submit. And, uh, but again, like people think that this might be like a dog that wants a belly rub and that they're relaxed. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it, it can also be a sign of like stress and anxiety. So don't go in like uh, rubbing, rubbing the dog's <laughs> belly. Like, who's like, oh my God, what's happening? I'm just going to look small over here. And then you're like, you want a belly rub? <laughs> <laughs> so now- you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and like w- one of the like easiest things to like read on a dog is the play bow. So that's like when they oh, put yeah. the front paws on front of them and like like bow. It's almost like what do they call it in yoga? Like downward dog. Downward dog. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> in yoga. You're just having a nice stretch for a dog. He's like ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> that's why all the videos of like the people doing yoga and the dogs just like yeah, all right, yay, you ready time. to play? <laughs> and um, it's so, so funny. that's working out with your dog oh yes oh yes it is and then uh another one uh they talk about is the paw raise so in pointing breeds like the english setter the paw raise is part of their pointing behavior where the dog like indicates a nearby prey Hmm. but um outside of this context a raised paw often means that the dog is uncertain and or may even feel a bit insecure Ralph, which is I've I've seen Ralph do that while he's smelling around in the yard. <laughs> oh, really? And I imagine that he's smelling something that's like he's uncertain about or yeah. something that smells bad. Yeah. And he's like, ooh. Like his yeah. paw goes up and he's like, ooh. Yeah. Mm, no. It's like if, if it's kind it's kind of like humans. Like if you see something, like we kind of like jerk our hands to our chest, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like when you recoil, Ew. like, oh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> And, um, and those sort of things. Yeah. I mean, like my dogs, you can see them sniffing at the air and their dog, their, their pot, they're a pointing breed, obviously the, the Weimaranas. And, um, so yeah, you can see them point and it's funny. Aww. Just another, again, I hear I digress yet again, but when our buddy Mark got his, um, German short haired pointer, I can remember going over to see the puppy for one of the first times and we were like in the backyard and I saw the puppy and it's all fun. We're seeing them visiting the puppy and stuff. And then we were just like chatting like on his back deck and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, like Mark, who's like this like totally tall dude was like, Oh my God. I was like, when he's like, she's pointing. Look, look, it's her first point. And Ray had her little pop in the air. He's like, Oh, I'll never forget that. So oh, funny. that's too cute. She's pointing. <laughs> Her first point. Ah, oh, so funny, so funny. I was there for Ray's first point. Everybody, Aww. write it down in her baby book. All right. So next, th- we move on to facial expressions, mm. and this is where 
again, it's like a lot easier with your own dog. And I've told this story so many times before about Vero and her Wiggum. But I remember her (laughs) showing me the video of like her taking a video of him, but he's like clearly pissed. But I couldn't tell like, because I don't know him that well. But like, and she's taking a video and as she gets closer, he just all of a sudden just goes, ah, and like snaps. (laughs) He was like a puppy though. I think he was just like, yeah, she gets closer. She's coming closer. Yes. (laughs) Camera. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So it was just saying that like uh, dogs have similar facial feature- features as people, um, but they don't re- necessarily use them in the same way. So yawning. So people yawn when they're tired, when they're bored, and dogs usually yawn when they're stressed. So mm-hmm. if you see your dog like repeat like yawning, like it, it's not like oh something's up. Yeah. It and and again, so like you have to look at the context, which I'll get to in a second. But anyways. Um, it was saying that um, dogs use yawning to calm themselves in tense situations and to calm others, uh, including their owners. And she says that um, yawning at your dog to provide comfort at stressful moments, like a vet visit. <laughs> but don't be surprised if your dog yawns back, just as mm. yawning. And and I remember hearing about this, like we had to do the speech once in um, like a uh, assignment in an English class and somebody did their speech on yawning and even saying the word yawning. I bet you I'm, I'm making Vero yawn like uh, any you second are. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see someone yawn, it makes you yawn and like it's very contagious and it even like crosses like human and animal species barriers. So if you like yawn in your dog's face, you t- chances are they can yawn just like if you watch your dog yawning repeatedly, it's totally oh, going to yeah. make you yawn too. And I'm going to stop saying yawn before I start yawning. I've made it this far. <laughs> I'm feeling good about a no yawn boobity snoots. <laughs> so the next little bit that they go on to here is the lip lick- licking. So if you like Vero was very smart to ask me, what did this dog look like? You know, at the beginning of this, uh, at this party that I was at on the weekend. And what was I noticing? So I said lip licking, if you remember. So it's another dog body language that people often misinterpret they think that like dogs are lipping licking their lips after a delicious meal which they do mm-hmm. <laughs> but they also do it when they're feeling very anxious and uncomfortable yeah. so you need to keep an eye on that uh lick licking is not just a food oriented thing or any of that so another confusing facial expression is smiling. Um, so dogs uh, do smile. and <laughs> Usually you, you can probably recognize it in your own dog. But for somebody who's not familiar, it can sometimes look terrifying. Um, so whenever dogs bare their teeth, it's like people think like it's an aggressive like act, right? <laughs> and I can remember showing like I have a picture of Gibbon where his face is upside down. And so his like his like top lips are like, you know, like, like flopped down because he's upside down, hanging and like all of his teeth are out. And it's very clearly like a big goofy, like upside down smile. And I can remember showing it to uh, my old boss at my last job. And she was like, oh my God, oh my God, he looks vicious. And I was like, what? Like, he's <laughs> very clear. Like, it's like, he's upside down, like number one. And like, anyways, but I was like, but I, it's that's exactly what this made me think of because anytime a dog shows its teeth it's like the dog's like you're gonna get it somebody gonna get a hurt real bad so when you say smile you mean they're actually like curling their lips 
Yeah, well, like, I find, like, the corners of their mouths get stretched out, and sometimes just that, like, it brings the lips up and, like, their teeth are, are oh, bearing, okay. right? Like, the only way to understand the difference between both is, like, if a dog has its teeth bearing and they're growling or snarling, that's probably a bit more aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Can dogs snarl with their mouth open? Well, sometimes it's like it's like it it like opens and closes like kind of like like so that they might be like like the the growling. Imagine them with their mouth closed. Yeah, well, like they they can growl with their mouth closed, but they can. I've seen it where they're fully baring their teeth and snarling and growling. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So oh yeah, something too. (laughs) Oh yeah. And, and again, you know, like if you're at the park and your dog's having the time of his life and he comes back to you and he's got like a very big toothy smile with his tongue hanging out the side of his mouth looking up at you like, mommy, I love you. Like, obviously, he's like happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, the context. Yes. Yeah. So the next one here is eyes. So you can learn a lot about your dog by looking at the eyes. Um, oh. So there, this here it says a dog's eyes can be soft or hard. So soft eyes have relaxed lids and sometimes look like the dog is like squinting. And they indicate that the dog is calm or happy. And then the opposite is hard eyes where the eyes seem to go cold. And these indicate like a negative state of mind. And you'll know them when you see them. And the dog might be guarding a toy or feeling aggressive. A hard stare where the dog looks intently at something, especially for a long time, usually signals like a threat. Mm-hmm. So eye contact is very important. It's a very important signal for dogs. And just like the hard stare can be a precursor to aggression, like looking away is meant to to calm a situation so it's really interesting like when I I can remember getting Gibbs and like you know they look at you and you're like oh he's looking at me but it can also like be a way to assert your dominance with the dog like never like it says here look away to to calm a situation but I was told no don't like make them break the stare first because it's like you're winning like you're like no I'm the alpha here don't stare me down yeah. Like you like you bowed you bound down to my power. <laughs> type of thing and it's very like you know like I'm it's so easily misinterpreted as well. It's just like all these different like doggy parts and what they mean and what they're doing. But anyways, um and again like you can tell like what like if anyone who's seen like a dog's like intense stare like whether it be like uh I don't want to say uh the S word here but you know the rodents with the big bushy tails. <laughs> <laughs> run around outside it's gonna make them all excited i'm not gonna say it but um y- y- if you've seen them stare at one of those like you know like there it's like the again like that's a, another context that we'll get to so another part here that it talks about is the whites of the eyes are another key indicator so it says known as whale eye so when a dog shows the whites of the eyes it's a signal that they're feeling anxious or stressed in a situation You might see them when you make your dog feel uncomfortable, like when you pat your dog on the head or when they're afraid that someone will steal a bone or toy. Or, as you can see on Gibbon's Instagram, 
when you're introducing them to cats. <laughs> like, so oh, yeah. <laughs> I brought them over to my mom's house with, with her two cats. And this oh, was yeah. before we had Lou. And there's a photo of him where I put him in place, like on this little carpet that she has at the bottom of uh, her stairs. And there was a cat on the staircase and another cat walking past him. And you should have seen him. It was like eyes like to this way, like and the eyes looking the other way, like slowly, like he was just like, I'm surrounded. <laughs> <laughs> what are these beasts going to do? What is happening? Yeah, but he held his place and he did very well. So he did pretty good. So mm. putting all of those things together helps you decipher the, the dog body language. So, uh, you know, I gave several examples throughout going through these different things. If you come home from work and your dog's doing the helicopter tail and and tongue out and panting, like that's another thing that they didn't mention is panting is another sign of stress. Yeah. Or or it could be like, again, putting it into context. If, you, if you're all sitting out in the backyard in a Toronto 45 degree weather and your dog's panting, he's probably just hot. <laughs> maybe a little bit stressed. Maybe he's getting a little dehydrated and is like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But, but hot first. And then, you know, you got to keep an eye on him and be like, what's going on here? If a dog's laying in a doorway at a children's birthday party with children running back and forth and he's very hot and he's panting and licking his lips and like starting to lift the lip a little bit and maybe snarl or jerk his head at like any sudden movements passing by, that to me said, and again, the tail still not wagging at all, he's getting, he's getting uncomfortable and something bad could happen. So remove them from the situation or remove whatever the stimulus is that's driving them that. If you guys can remember a few episodes back, we had um, a day with our new dog, Lou, who doesn't have a lot of training under her belt. She came from, we think, maybe a potentially abusive situation. She was still like fairly new to us. It was like within the first month and a half to two months of having her. And again, we had to get together an Easter dinner here, kids running back and forth through the hallways. It was way too much stimulus for her. And in in fairness to me, I was not paying attention. And she nipped at one of the kids when they were running by. Luckily, it was my kid. (laughs) 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 But it's just, again, like you have to look at the overall context. But just keep in mind that those certain things that you think mean certain things, like, again, like the panting, if you're indoors, like in an air conditioned home, and the dog's panting, then like, look around and figure out what what could be stressing them out, like right now, like, is it um, a stranger that's petting a little bit too much? Is it somebody's like, there's a noise that's making them uncomfortable, like you sort of need to like, really just look at the context. And um, look at it all together if the dog's like super stiff like that was like another one and when we had our interview with Emma from uh, walk with me the other day her just using certain terminology to describe like uh, dog bods (laughs) I remember when we did our last episode on this dog bods (laughs) when you see a dog go stiff like that again doesn't necessarily mean aggressiveness it just means like oh there's like a shift in winds here maybe this could be like he's like they're excited and they're ready to play and they might be getting ready to do the play bow it could be that they're not getting along so just watch for the little tiny like the ears the the tail the body are they puffing their chest are they bowing like away are they cowering away is the tail up is the tail down what is around the dog what's the dog's mouth doing what do the eyes look like are they like intense and like staring and just try to piece it all together and 
I know it's easier said than done, but when you are in a context that has like super a lot of stimulus, you really should be focused on your dog's body language and how they're feeling about it. And it's easy because usually if you're in a situation with a lot of stimulus, you're usually distracted by all of it too. Like at a kid's birthday party, you got to bring the the cake out. You got to make sure kids aren't like fighting with each other and touching your whole house with their cake hands and you're you're busy doing like your stuff too but like you want it to be safe for everyone and you don't want your yes. dog biting biting someone because then you can potentially a kiss your doggy goodbye and nobody yes. wants that nobody wants that and if you're not sure put your dog in the crate exactly or in a separate put, room exactly yes. put them in another room Yes. I wanted to put, the, and some people like find that cruel and it's like, no, what's going to be cruel is You're doing somebody them a favor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They'll, ju- they'll settle. They'll eventually like rest again. This is why if you do a bit of training, the place command is great. Mm-hmm. But uh, be safe. Be safe with your doggos. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm going to talk about the Westminster Dog Show. Oh, Yes. It was on June 22nd. Mm-hmm. Did you see the winner, Heidi? Yes, I did. <laughs> Trumpet, a bloodhound. Mm. It's so cute. Trumpet is so cute. <laughs> he looks big. He does look big. He's a very... Yeah. I, I can't wait to see my neighbors who have one so I can be like, hey, <gasps> did you hear about Trumpet? <laughs> Trumpet won. Because they have like a full on like big like like a, a dog that looks very similar to Trumpet, except oh, her, yeah, name is, her name is Ivy. No, Ivy's our neighbor. Ivy. So, of the seven finalists uh, in their individual group, here's who won. So, for the hound, it was Trumpet the Bloodhound. Mm-hmm. For the toy group, it was Hollywood the Maltese. <laughs> <laughs> Non-sporting, Winston, the French Bulldog. I actually wasn't sure that they could actually compete. French oh, Bulldogs. yeah. Uh, the herding group, River, the German Shepherd. Sporting group, Belle, the English Setter. Working group, Striker, the Samoid. And Terrier, M.M., the Lakeland. <laughs> <laughs> The Lakeland. The Lakeland. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Yeah. Are you Googling it? I'm going to Google it. Lakeland Terrier. Big dog in a small package. <laughs> what is it called again? Lakeland Terrier. Oh. He just looks like a terrier. I don't understand the difference between the terriers, if I'm being honest. There Neither. are like a lot of different terriers. There's the Wire Fox Terrier, the Airedale Terrier, Potterdale Terrier, Welsh Terrier, and the Lakeland Terrier. Oh my god. I would totally get a Potterdale Terrier and I would call it Potter. (gasps) There's the Border Terrier, Cary Blue Terrier, Irish Terrier, Fell Terrier, Norfolk (laughs) Terrier, Bedlington Terrier, Jack Russell Terrier, (laughs) Manchester Terrier, (laughs) and it goes on. I feel like we're on Forrest Gump. We got fried shrimp. We got steamed shrimp. We got (laughs) garlic shrimp. We got Cajun shrimp. (laughs) And it goes on. Yes, it does. 
So good job, Trumpet. Way to go, Trumpet. trumpet. (laughs) A little trumpet song for you. I wonder, do you think they play trumpets like when they announce the winner? They should for trumpet. I would have I would have demanded it as his owner. I would have been like, you're gonna have trumpet trumpets, right? (laughs) Right? Trumpet band. Right. (laughs) So let's talk about little Miss Hazel. Oh yes. So Hazel is our backyard neighbor's golden retriever. She is also Ralph's girlfriend. <laughs> she is. She is super cute. There mm-hmm. is a picture on her Instagram from two weeks ago, and she's so cute. And Ralph oh. looks like super proud in the picture. <laughs> like, this is my girlfriend. <laughs> she's so cute. So her owner told me the other day that she, Hazel, <laughs> has TMJ. How do dogs get TMJ? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That like I was like, how does she get? <laughs> what is she doing to stress that poor doggy out? <laughs> so she said that she's pretty sure the team TMJ came from overdoing it with the chuck it ball. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Hazel does like her chuck it ball. How how old is Hazel? Hazel, I don't believe she's a year old now. I think she's oh. maybe seven months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be. So how did she notice that something was wrong with Hazel? Yes. So here's what she said. Uh, she wasn't picking up her ball, <laughs> her chucket ball that she loves, uh, only pawing at it. Aww. She cried um, oh. when the owner tried to open her mouth to take out bunny poo, <laughs> also known as glossettes or skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Brown skittles. Brown skittles. Only the brown ones. She said that her lick was more gentle. And speaking Mm. of yawning, she wasn't yawning or having her tongue out. And she was eating differently. Hmm. And she seemed a little bit depressed. Did she say how they're treating it? Are they getting her a doggy mouth guard? (laughs) (laughs) Super cute. They love those. They like to eat them. I'm I'm looking at Lou right now. Eat them. Lou would definitely eat it. Lou would steal it and then come eat it beside you. So yeah, she got a mouth guard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how they're treating it is she's on anti-inflammatory and pain meds. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she said that after a day, it seemed to be getting better. But she also thought that Hazel was depressed because Hazel has been in heat for so long. And the vet said that like her, her lady bits, her genitals Mm -hmm. are still swollen. Oh no. And they said to be careful until that goes down. And it's been so long. So she thought Hazel has to be depressed because she's like missing her doggy friends, not going to the park. Uh, turns out maybe that <laughs> as well, but she also has TMJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it could be a mixture of the two. Poor Haze. I know. We miss Hazel. Ralph Poor Hazel. Hazel. Depressed for days. She's probably missing her be- her boyfriend. I know. Little Ralphie. Is Ralph depressed? Does he... I bet you he can smell her from the street. She's in probably. Heat. He's probably like from the backyard. Let me add Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> My GF. 
We've seen her on walks a couple of times, but we don't let them get close to each other, which is hard. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Ralph is getting better at not getting too excited over Hazel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, we're making progress. We are making progress. That's good. That's so I good. was thinking for Ralph mm-hmm. to put him in agility training. Oh, as an outlet for his crazy sorcery energy. <laughs> <laughs> energy, his yeah. Don't you wish you could bottle it and sell it? I wish I yes, could have or like Ralph's energy. Yeah, transfer it to me. Yes, yes. I'd like to be Ralph for one day. <laughs> me too. I would like How to be it? Gibbs. I would love to be Gibbs or Lou. Mm-hmm. It'd be the best. You're like so it loved. Be the best. Go for a walk. Get to eat some good food. Get some extra yes. treats on top because kids drop stuff and adults drop stuff. And then your grandparents nice. give you all the stuff you're not supposed to have. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, a day in the life of Ralph. Yes, a day in the life of a dog. Mm-hmm. Is, is there a movie where like a human becomes a dog for the for a day? Oh my god! We need to make another one. idea, Heidi. I know. I just I'm on fire today. Fire! <laughs> this podcast is lit. It's lit. It's lit. No, lit. I think agility would be definitely good for him. I mean, any if you decided to try any kind of training, it's definitely going to occupy a lot of his mental and emotional strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it builds like a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, when you take them, do you ever take them at like weird times to the park and then let them go like up and go down the slide? Like I was started doing that with Lou because she seems so uncoordinated. Yeah, my boyfriend's been doing it with him. <laughs> like even just like when you're walking through the park, just having them jump up on the park bench. Mm-hmm. We have a park across the street with two baseball diamonds and there's like a very like thin bleacher. It's like a very like thin metal like a bench that they sit on. And so I get the dogs to hop up on that and walk along it like a balancing beam. Ooh. Like they're gymnasts. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to start mm-hmm. doing some stuff at the park with Ralph. Yeah. I want to see if I can get Lou like in the canoe or a boat at the cottage. Gibbs, <laughs> Gibbs won't do it. Lou canoe. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. Get Lou in the canoe. (laughs) Get Lou in the canoe. A Lou canoe. A Lou canoe. She eats grass. She's going to be a Lou Moo canoe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, I think that's a wrap for today. Oh, that's a wrap? It's a rep. And to our listeners, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots. And you can listen to our show on Spotify and iTunes weekly. But before we end the show, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all nat- 
all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I personally order all my food for Ralph from Holy Raw, and I only have great things to say about them, their food, and their staff. Like, Ralph had some surf and turf for dinner today. Mm -mm. Who wouldn't like to have some surf and turf? (laughs) I want some surf and turf. (laughs) I know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So we are so thankful to have them as a sponsor and you can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W nutrition.com. Again, thank you, Holy Raw. And also a huge thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boops Nuts. They are located at 501 La Colway, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 to 7 p.m., with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9 p.m. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram, at Stray Dog Brewing Co., and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting uh, Let's Boop Snoots! Thank you. <laughs> and join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots! Mm-hmm.